This is Sid Roth, the Jewish man who's red hot for Jesus. You might even say, I am Meshuggah for Yeshua. Meshuggah is a Hebrew word. It means crazy. I'm crazy for Yeshua. And before you start laughing at me, who are you crazy for? It's either you're crazy for the Messiah or you're crazy for the opposite of the Messiah. You are Meshuggah for something. I'm Meshuggah for Yeshua. I have Rebecca King on the telephone. And Rebecca, I've been uh, uh, wanting to interview her for a long time uh, because Rebecca understands portals. Uh, Rebecca, define what is a portal. A portal is a supernatural opening in the in the eternities down into the earth realm that we can access as an individual while walking here on this earth as it is in heaven. It's an open heaven. Well, you say we can access. Uh, what? Why would we want to access this portal? Well, blessings flow from. An, an acknowledged open portal. Actually, everyone that has ever been created has a portal. It's just a matter of acknowledging that you do walk under an open portal. And when you acknowledge it, it actually has the ability to expand. Have you ever, have you ever uh, noticed someone just glowing with the presence of God? Of course. It's because their, their, their portal has been expanded. You can expand your portal by acknowledging the glory of God. And the more your portal is expanded, the more glory, the more presence, the unexplained, convincing, manifested presence of God will be able to flow through that portal. And it's, it's actually uh, signs, wonders, and miracles can also flow through your, your open portal. So what you're saying is uh, that when you teach people they can learn how to expand this portal. Now, I've heard it described by some as a cylinder of light. And when you're under that cylinder of light, which is a, 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 a gate, if you will, or a doorway, if you will, to heaven, and that heavenly light is coming down, I believe anything is possible. Absolutely, Sid. Genesis, the second chapter in the 12th verse, Jacob experienced his open portal as he laid his head upon a rock. The Word of God said that he was in a certain place as he experienced this. And it goes on to say in the second chapter, after Jacob experienced his own open portal with the angels ascending and descending upon the ladder, he, he, he also called it a gateway. So it is a gateway to heaven. Okay. Now, now, is it possible to go, just as the angels went up and down that ladder, is it possible for us to go to the throne of God through, through that portal? Absolutely. I teach people how to access, number one, acknowledge. Uh, acknowledgement is, is, a, is a big uh, uh, part of operating under an open portal. And as you acknowledge your open portal and acknowledge the glory that comes through that portal, you can actually go to the throne and, and access the wisdom of God. In my teachings, I'll actually be questioned things that I have no answer for, but God um, gave me the revelation that I would, I would never not have the answer for His people. So I've actually 
excuse myself from from the people to go to the throne and I and I would tell them I would be I'll be right back I have to go to the throne and I would go to the throne of God through my portal and come back with their answer within within moments within seconds okay you're telling me everyone has this portal and there's ways of expanding the portal are there also ways of constricting the portal not that anyone would want to intentionally do it Absolutely. That's a good question, Sid. Um, the way we expand our portals um, is simply by faith, uh, love, um, kindness. Uh, but unfortunately, we can constrict our portals. And I teach, I, in my teachings, I tell people, I teach people, instruct people how to not constrict their portal because every person that's ever been created, ever been born, has an open portal. But we constrict our portals by fear, doubt, unbelief, and um, because God opened the portal, the the origin of every portal is the throne of God. So since God opened the portal, no man can shut the portal, Isaiah 22 and 22. No man is able to shut the portal. Even after we, Even after our life passes, our portal is still evident. That's... That's the open door of God that no man can shut. Is that how mantles pass on, perhaps, to, to people? You, you pick up that mantle in that open portal. I, I'll tell you, this is so fascinating. And you, you really believe every believer, everyone listening to us has a portal? They just don't realize it? Absolutely. They have a portal, and when they realize it and begin to acknowledge God's glory, God's glory has free access to flow from the throne. The Word of God says that He's the God of many waters. Those waters are just, just thundering to come and flow from His throne through our open. All right, all right, give me an example. For the next two minutes, I want you to talk about God's glory, which will cause your portal to open up even more. Yeah, kind of demonstrate this to, to me. Okay, just for an example, to expand your portal would, would be something as simple as, Lord, I acknowledge your glory today. I acknowledge your presence and your wisdom and your peace that surpasses all understanding. I expand my portal right now in the name of Jesus that your glory can come down through my portal and 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 affect everybody in my atmosphere as Peter's shadow fell upon the sick and they were healed. Father, I ask you that you would expand my portal right now as I acknowledge you in all of your glory, Lord, for, for thy kingdom to come through my portal, God. Thy will be done through my portal, Lord, that I may touch the untouchables and love the unlovables and reach the unreachables. Lord, I make my Myself available for the expansion of my portal to be expanded to the eternal abilities that you have created me to walk in on earth as it is in heaven. Father, I thank you, Lord, that you're going to use me as my portal is expanded to touch all of your people in this time. You know what? I can feel your portal expanding as you say that. I'm telling you, I'm like a river running down. I, I feel it. <laughs> I'll I, I tell you what, Rebecca, I, I want to find out a little bit more about you. When you were eight years of age, that's when you first were aware of your portal. What happened? 
Absolutely, Sid. I was I was actually on a riding lawnmower mowing my uncle's grass, and it was just repetitious because he had a large yard. So I was just making making rows. I was kind of bored to tell you the truth, and all of a sudden. Over me, the heavens rolled back in magnificent revelation. It was like a, a, a universal scroll had been opened on both sides, and the clouds actually rolled back as the scrolls, and I was able to look up into the heavenlies. And to be frankly honest with you, at eight years old, I did not understand what was happening, and so I actually squinted my eyes, and caught another gear on the lawnmower to try to outrun this bizarre happening. But that was the first experience. And little did I know, unfortunately, it would be 30 years before God would allow me to see such as that again. Okay, you were raised Baptist as a teenager. You reacted like most teenagers today. Uh, and you, you say, I'm going to do it my way. You still literally, you, you put your foot down, you stop going to church, and that led to alcohol and drugs. And But one day your mother asked you, for me, would you please go to church? And you went to it, and you enjoyed it. But it seemed as though... The, the youth was attracted to you. They were. They were. It, it, was kind of, um, it was kind of hilarious because everywhere I would sit, sit, I would have to use two or three pews for all the youth that would follow me throughout the church. It, and, and I didn't know myself what was, what was happening, but I was just loving the kids, you know, with their tattoos and their nose rings. I, I accepted them. I didn't judge them. I just loved them. And that love began to draw those, those children in. And um, So one day, the youth pastor approaches you and says, we're going to have a youth conference and a revival, and will you speak? And, and you weren't too sure about it because, among other things, you weren't even born again. Uh, but what did he say to you that allowed you to accept? Well, he, he said that I— the Holy Spirit would give me what to say in the hour that I needed to say it. And I thought to myself, well, I can buy that. I've bought other things. <laughs> and I went to shake my head no, and suddenly my head said yes. I would be the guest speaker. And so I did. A couple of weeks later, the event rolled around. Now, now wait a second. Now, that, that went by so fast. You went to shake your head no, and your head shook yes. How did that happen, Rebecca? Well, I think the Holy Spirit actually shook my head yes, and he's been shaking my head yes. <laughs> okay, so you said yes. You get up there because you've been assured by the youth pastor that the Holy Spirit will give you the words when you're ready, even though you had nothing to say. So you stand up. All the youth are there. They love you. They can't wait to hear you speak. And what happens? Well, I didn't even take a Bible, Sid, because he told me the Holy Spirit would tell me everything, so I believed him. And he was kind of shocked when, when I didn't even have a Bible, but um, when uh, he put me behind the pulpit and the people were expecting me to say something, I just, uh, you know, innocently told them, I don't have anything to say, and your pastor said the Holy Spirit would tell me what to say in the hour that I needed to say it. And, you know, he's not here. The Holy Spirit's not here yet, so... You know, I don't have anything to say, and it, it, it seemed like a long time that had passed by, but uh, suddenly the Holy Spirit did give me 
what to say in the hour that it needed to be said. And an hour and 15 minutes later, um, these words were not my words. They were actually ministering to me. And um, when I gave the invitation for the children to come... How, how did you even know how to give an invitation? You're not born again yourself. Well, I had watched Billy Graham <laughs> when, I was a, when I was a child, and I remember him saying, if you want to invite Jesus Christ into your heart to not come from all over the building. So I, I remember that. Come. So you, 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 you told everyone to come. They're all there waiting for you to pray the prayer of salvation, and what do you do? And so I told I told everybody at the altar that wanted to get saved, I said, if we'll get a preacher down here, if we'll get a pastor down here to lead us through that prayer, we'll all get saved. And that's... Well, 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 we'll all get saved. You, you know what you were asking? You preached so good, you preached yourself to want to be saved? Is that what you're telling me? On salvation message. <laughs> <laughs> so did you actually get saved with the kids? Yes, I got saved with the kids that night. Okay. I've been preaching ever since. I, I, I am sure of that because we, I've, I've heard you speak. Now, February 14th, 2010, you had a life-changing experience that gave you an intimacy with God beyond anything you had ever experienced. You were moving now in miracles and you're preaching all over the place, but you had what you call an open vision. What's an open vision? Well, an open vision is actually uh, an open portal that you're able to see the things of God that He wants to reveal to you in that hour. I actually, that day, February the 14th, God told me He wanted me to spend, that was Valentine's Day, He wanted me to spend my day with Him, hit my first love. And when I made myself available to that, he actually took me into an open vision. He took me on a, a treasure hunt, if you will. And I actually ended up at my great-grandfather's farm going from place to place and him showing me openly the things that have been hidden in my life that he desired to reveal. And that, that was six hours. But since then, the revelation of God has explained to me that he actually introduced me to my portal to to be able to receive the things that of his revelation that he wanted to unveil. Now, so I can understand, uh, and those listening can understand, as you glorify God and thank him for this portal, it expands, and as you walk in the fruit of the Spirit, as you explained, your portal expands and as you do things like not gossiping and talking evil of believers, uh, as, you, as you do that, it expands because if you start gossiping and start uh, walking in unforgiveness and talking evil of others, uh, if you could, you can see in the Spirit. As you look in the Spirit, what happens to someone's portal when they do that? Well, when you're able to understand walking under an open heaven, then you will you will be more likely to control your conversation. Um, so but but have you ever seen someone's portal uh, decrease when they do that? I'm just curious. Absolutely, absolutely. You can when you when you begin to walk in an in in an open portal, you could actually. You can actually see other people's how constricted or how expanded their portals are. Absolutely. 
So, so you're telling me if you speak before a group of people, you can pretty much assess where they are based on their portal. That you can, and can you actually see it? Yes. Uh, have others uh, have others that have expanded their portal reported the same to you that they can see other people's portals? Yes. It's uh, it's, it's 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 spiritually it's supernatural, but you're seeing in the spirit. But you can you can you can uh, see their portals either expanded or constricted. Okay, that kind of tells me, being the minister, you know where they are and and how to minister to them. Oh, for sure. Okay, now Rebecca, we have your book, Portals of Heaven, and your three CD series. You've been teaching this for a long time. As you teach this, tell me. Give me an example. Pull one person out that has caught it and what difference it's made in their life. Okay. One person in particular just just, uh, several weeks ago, as he began to understand operating under an an open heaven by way of his portal, he began to to acknowledge the, the, the access to to the Eternals, and he actually started a Bible study just several months ago, and um, a week or two ago, a young boy walked into his Bible study with his mother that had never been able to hear before, and uh, my friend asked the mother if he could pray for uh, the child, the deaf child, and suddenly, as his portal, uh, as his portal, the expansion of his portal came into the atmosphere of the deaf boy, the deaf boy was able to hear. Now, to your knowledge, had he ever prayed for a deaf person that could hear before he understood expanding his portal? No, he had never, he had, never had that much courage. And that's another, th- another thing with an open portal. You have more courage than, you, than you've ever had before because you understand that there is an open access between you and the throne of God. Uh, you know, our time is slipping away right now. Uh, when we come back, I want to find out uh, what changes it made in you when you had that six-hour open vision on February 14th, 2010. I want to find out, we'll go back to that a little bit, because that's when this great intimacy with God developed, and that, that intrigues me immensely. Uh, but uh, most people don't know, when they get tools that will allow them to operate and be normal. Uh, normal is defined by the Bible. For instance, when they get your book, Portals of Heaven, and your three CD teaching, that's just like taking Rebecca home with you uh, and having her personally teach you uh, how you can acknowledge and how you can see your portal and, and how to operate in your portal. Uh, when you get this, and it's available for an investment of $35, and the reason I choose to say investment, because any profits we make from of, of the materials and the tools that you get are poured into Jewish ministry. Let, let, me, let me give you an example. I just uh, found this out yesterday. In Germany, many Jews from Russia have moved to Germany. Well, we had a list of the names and addresses of the Jews that moved from Russia to Germany, and we sent my book 
they thought for themselves, which has 10 amazing Jews that have come to believe in Jesus in Russian, to these Russian Jewish families in Germany. They're the most open people group on the face of this earth. We have sent 190 thousand of these families. Can you imagine the number of Jewish people that have come to the Lord as a result of this? I mean, reading testimonies with teaching worked into it of 10 Jewish people from 10 different walks of life that have come to the conclusion they've thought for themselves that Jesus is the Messiah. That's the type of thing we pour any profit. So if you can make an investment of over $35, all profits are poured into Jewish ministry. When we come back, I want to find out about this life-changing open vision uh, that Rebecca King had. Be right back. Call our order only line 1 800 447 2697. 1 800 447 2697. Sid Roth back with Rebecca King, and I am so intrigued of this whole concept of portal because lately people have been saying to me, I see cylinders of light over you, and that's another name for portal. Uh, For those that perhaps just tuning in, Rebecca, explain what a heavenly portal is. A heavenly portal is the access that we have here in this earth realm to the throne of God. It's actually an open heaven that we're able to operate in in this atmosphere on a on a day-to-day basis every day uh and and refresh us as to what benefit there is in this portal that every true believer has well the benefits in operating under an open portal is that the blessings of god flow out of the eternities into the earth realm and the revelation of God is just explained to you. God, that revelation is God's explanation. And when you operate under an open portal, then that revelation just flows from the throne of God every day. And you get revelation about everything, Sid. Uh, tell, me, tell me one thing you've got revelation over that would benefit everyone listening through your portal. Just one thing. I, I know that you, you have too many to speak of, but pull one out of the air for me. Okay. One of, the, one of the benefits of the revelation that I received as I acknowledge my open portal and operate under an open heaven is that we can have as much of God here on this earth as we, we will when we get to heaven. And that, that, Sid, affects everything in your life, financially, mentally. Whoa, 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 whoa. I just heard what you said. Uh, I want that. Tell me something I can do to have more of God than I have right now. Well, as you, as you acknowledge him in all of his glory and you expand your portal, then God is able to pour himself out upon you via the portal and it it when God pours Himself out upon you, everything changes. Like um, I had the mentality that I could just get by in life, but since I've been operating under an open portal, everything said has been has been multiplied and amplified from from revelation to to um, the way I feel about myself to the way I treat other people 
the revelation is beyond anything and beyond everything. Now, you you talk about this is a gift you operate in of revelation. Are you saying to me that when you're in your open portal, uh, it's almost like uh, I have friends, they say, when I speak and the glory comes down, anything, everything happens instantly. Is that what you're saying? Instantly, Sid. There is no time or distance in the glory of God. And when that glory comes through that portal, you're actually, you're actually occupying an atmosphere of eternity that has no time. And if it has no time, it has no limitations. Okay, I want to take you back February 14th, 2010. You have an open vision, uh, six hours. Uh, God took you to different places in your life. What was the purpose of that? I actually think that, that God allowed me to go to different places because he was showing me how deep um, things were in our lives, uh, generational curses that had yet to be broken. He actually took me to my great-grandfather's farm and had me to walk around on the farm during the six-hour period, and he was showing me revelations of things that, that had been but did not have to be. In other words, he, he, when you walk under an open portal of heaven, generational curses that have been upon your life and your family's life for years, the revelation that comes through your portal actually causes the generational curses to manifest in your presence. But the good news is, Sid, that they manifest to confirm themselves as broken instead of continuing on to steal, kill, and destroy. So if someone has a generational curse, some ancestor four generations back did some horrible things, and that curse was passed on to us, doesn't just be being born again. Uh, Jesus became a curse for us, so we don't have to bear the penalty of the curse. When we're born again, aren't all curses just done away with? Well, that's what we would like to think in the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus, it, it's the simplest thing to break a curse. The blood of Jesus breaks curses. The thing that steals and kills and destroys is the lack of knowledge, according to Hosea 4 and 6. If we have the lack of knowledge, a curse, a generational curse, is anything that's in our life that has a repetitious pattern of destruction. And this is the way I tell my kids. I have one kid that says, Jesus paid it all. Even when we go to dinner, he wants me to pay his bill. Jesus paid it all on the cross. And I said, you're exactly right. But when your waitress comes and she expects you to pay the ticket, you can't say Jesus pays pays it all. Or you're going to have to do dishes or, or either go to jail. There are things that are in our lives that I, I wish I could say that Jesus just paid it all and, and go on through throughout life with no upsets or, or, or nothing tragically happening. But generational curses are, are patterns of destruction. I tell my, my people that generational curses always make you seem as if they are bigger than you. So if you have anything in your life that seems bigger than you, that you can't overcome, then it's a generational curse. Now, now give me some examples that might be generational curses. 
alcoholism could be a generational curse. If it's bigger than the person and they just cannot seem to get over that addiction or that sin, then I would suggest, as I prayed over them by, via my open access to heaven, that glory that comes through that portal is bigger and greater than any curse. That's the blood of Jesus. That's the power of Jesus' blood. But sometimes we have not because we ask not where we are. We ask amiss. We pray amiss. And the, the glory that comes through, the amount of glory that comes through in an expanded portal will shake, rattle, and roll every generational curse that tries to steal, kill, and destroy. You know, there's a curse that uh, uh, too many Christians are involved with, and that's called, because of the advent of the computer, pornography. I'm shocked at the number of Christians. Uh, can, is, is that could that be a curse? Absolutely, it's it's a curse of double mindedness, wanting to participate with God and then also wanting to participate with pornography. Um, we break generational curses all the time of of, of people, um, and sometimes uh, that 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 people may consist of the uh, staff of a church or maybe even a minister. But the the glory that we carry through our expanded portals breaks the addiction, and we've had many testimonies of Okay, right now, I want you to break generational curses on those that are listening. Would you pray that? Absolutely. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I come to you with my portal expanded, and I'm, I'm, I'm available, God, for you to expand my portal even more, that your glory could come through this portal that you have given me to operate in, God. And right now, as you expand my portal, God, I thank you and I praise you and I give you all the glory. And right now, God, I speak to everyone that is listening on this radio that has an addiction, whether it be uh, drug-related, uh, alcoholism, or pornography, or any sexual addiction. I just speak to every addiction right now with the authority that I'm operating in under an open heaven, and I speak to every addiction that has told the people that they will never be free. I speak to you in the authority of Jesus Christ right now, and I dismiss you from their lives in Jesus' name. I, and I say, amen. So be it. Oh, okay. Now, Rebecca, uh, just, just explain to me what change occurred in your life by these generational curses that were done away with in this six-hour open vision? Well, during the six-hour open vision, um, God introduced me to His glory. I had heard um, many songs about the glory of God, but I had never heard a lot of preaching on the glory of God. Habakkuk 2 and 14 says, that the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. And, but I have, was not familiar with the glory of God. I was more familiar with the anointing of God. And so when God introduced me to his glory that day, it, the scales, it was like scales came off my eyes and off of my ears and I actually received a new heart that day when God introduced me to his glory. I could actually see 
the 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 atmosphere. I could see the presence of God in the atmosphere in which I was in which I was at. I could see colors, um, uh, the colors of the rainbow manifested in my presence, and God began to give me the revelation that it was no longer anything that I had to chase after. That when you have when you're introduced to the glory of God. The, the promise of God, the promises of God come to you. So actually, it's, it's, it's very often that wherever I am, the manifestation of the colors of the rainbow, um, escort me to, to the places. Do, do other people see the colors of the rainbow where you are? Absolutely. And anyone that hears the testimony of the manifestation of God's promises be a confirmation by the colors of the rainbow, it automatically starts happening in their lives. I had a young man that um, stood up in one of my conferences just several months ago and debated. He said, I don't believe this. I, I don't think that you're telling the truth. And I said, sir, I, what what's going to make you a believer is it's when you see it yourself. And he, and he just kind of ridiculed me and went on about his way. Only a week later, he emailed my ministry and told me that he, too, had seen a rainbow manifest in his presence and that he believed. You tell me that when the glory comes uh, and the generational curses are broken, people actually get new body parts? Tell me about one. Absolutely. Um, My photographer uh, was taking pictures at a conference one afternoon, and a lady that... um, was having back trouble. My photographer actually took a picture, Sid, with a brand new spine over the the lady's head. The the picture confirmed a brand new spine. So the the organs that we need, anything that we need as we operate in an open portal, everything that we have need of is actually already in our atmosphere as we operate under an open heaven. Uh, you know, I've, I've had this thought several times as we've been speaking, and I believe it's a word of knowledge for those that are listening. Any bone problems you have, any aches in your bones, joints, anything in your bones, you are healed in Yeshua's name, in Jesus' name, and actually really strong in backs and necks right now. I Actually, Rebecca, I have an idea that you see what I'm seeing right now. Are you seeing anything else? Yes, I'm seeing that the people of God need to receive new hearts from God because the reason that the afflictions and the addictions occur is because our hearts have been weakened by past failures and present pain that, that we have not understood how to, to, to get to that place of true unforgiveness. And I, and I, and I, and I feel as if God is, is going to replace hearts today. He's going to be giving people new hearts, that their hearts have been broken and their hearts have been trampled upon. But right now, in the name of Jesus, may the heart of God go into the hearts of his people in Jesus' name. Out of curiosity, uh, it's very, very important for someone's broken heart to be healed. I understand that. But have people actually gotten physical healings of their heart when their broken heart is taken care of? Absolutely. We see that, see it all the time in our ministry. We pray for someone that has a broken heart and, and 
physically they go to the doctor because they do have heart conditions for the doctor to confirm that the the heart has has healed itself that's what the doctor says but um for years i prayed to for god to fix my heart and he finally gave me the revelation that i can't and i said god i thought what, 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 did you say god said he can't fix your heart can't fix my heart wait a second now that doesn't make sense it discouraged me at the time because i i knew that god could do anything but the revelation that 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 followed was he said, every time I fix your heart, you bring up the past and you break it all over again. And he said, I, I will not fix you. I can't fix your heart, but I will give you a brand new one. And since he gave me that brand new heart, Sid, I see differently. Because in the natural, you see with your eyes and you hear with your ears. But in the supernatural, when you have a supernatural new heart, you hear with your eyes, and you see with your new heart. Okay, my mind just went tilt. Would you explain that to me again? (laughs) In the natural, you see with your eyes, and you hear with your ears. Correct. But in the supernatural, when you receive a supernatural heart from God, a brand new heart from God, you hear with your eyes, and you see with your new heart. You say you see with your heart. What do, what do you mean you see with your heart? Explain. You see with your heart. When your heart's broken, then it's half-heartingly. And when you, ha- when you have a broken heart, then that causes you to see half-heartingly. So in other words, our, our, our spiritual vision is impaired with a broken heart. Yes. And you can't see the, the full picture of the revelatory realm of God. And so when, when you have that broken heart, you see brokenness. But when you receive a brand new heart supernaturally from God, you begin to see like God sees. You begin to see the wholeness instead of the emptiness. You begin to see the abundance instead of the lack. I was uh, with a few friends the other day, and God allowed us to see an upside-down rainbow. And I said, God, what is this? I need revelation. He said, when you have a brand new heart from me, you actually see like me. He said, from where I sit, the rainbow is a smile. Hmm. But from your earthly position looking up, it's a frown. And so I was actually seeing with other witnesses. Not, not, this is not just something I'm seeing, but other people with me saw the upside down rainbow. And it's a lot more pretty a smile than it is a frown. Well, people that read Rebecca King's book and listen to her CDs, it's the book and three CD set called Portals of Heaven, available for an investment of $35. They start seeing and hearing things they never thought were possible. Their prayers are answered instantly. Uh, they, they, and as a matter of fact, I'll tell you something else that is reported by people that read the book and listen to the CDs. Their hunger for God increases. Uh, what, wh- why do you think that occurs, Rebecca, when they sit under your teaching or, or read your book or listen to your CDs? Why does their hunger for God increase? I think the amount of glory that I carry, Sid, uh, because of the expansion of my portal, attracts people, attracts their attention, attracts. We have a, 
a an eight-hour Bible study every Wednesday that it feels like we're only in there for 15 minutes. Because in that expansion, in that glory, there is no time and there is no distance. So things are happening all of the time. It's not a presentation any longer, Sid. It's a demonstration, a demonstration of the kingdom. Okay, our time is slipping away. But you notice I said you can get her book and three-CD set. That's like being at her Bible study. Uh, that's like taking her home to give a study to you because the glory goes through the, the sound. Uh, it's available for an investment of $35. I purposely use the word investment, and some have questioned, why Sid, do you call it an investment? Because number one, you're getting a tool and you're investing in yourself, you're investing in expanding your portal. But number two, any profits we have. So if you can give more than $35, I want you to know it's really going into good ground. For instance, yesterday, it was so amazing. I got a copy, it was mailed to me, of our television show in Israel. It's in Hebrew. And it's going to Jewish people throughout Israel. Can you imagine that? The same It's Supernatural television show uh, that you see, I mean, for a Jewish believer in Jesus, as I am, to be able to proclaim the true good news that Messiah has already come in the Hebrew language in Israel this is pioneering stuff. It's unprecedented. Uh, to my knowledge, it's never happened in modern-day Israel's history. But it's happening because this is the time for the Jewish Express. The Jewish Express is a train that God has shown me that the cars are unlimited, and it's going all over the world. Uh, and uh, Jewish people are piling in that have become believers in Jesus, and any money you give us will be poured into the Jewish Express. Uh, when we come back, I want Rebecca to teach us on how we can actually receive revelation for ourselves. Call our order-only line, 1-800-447-2697. Hello, Sid Roth here with Rebecca King. Uh, Rebecca, how can people receive this revelation that you receive all the time for themselves? Well, the great thing about operating under an open portal is the revelation comes through the open portal. One of the scriptures that God laid on my heart when he introduced me to his glory is found in Proverbs, the fourth chapter and the seventh verse. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom, and with all thy getting, get understanding. Now, understanding, Sid, is revelation. There's two ingredients that Daniel speaks about in the second chapter, in the 21st and 22nd verse. He says he changes the times and the seasons, and he removes kings and sets up kings. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those that have understanding. He reveals the deep and secret things. He knows what's in the darkness, and the light dwells with him. Now, revelation is simply God's explanation. Now, so many times, we, we are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. We can have knowledge, Sid, without understanding, and that will also destroy us as well. But when God gives us revelation, when he pours his glory to 
us through our open portal, the revelation automatically comes. And it gives you revelation about everyday things in life that will bring forth the wisdom of God that that blesses you beyond anything you can imagine or even think for yourself. I, I have to believe, Rebecca, with, uh, we're, we're at the last of the last days, and any prophetic person realizes that. I have to believe that the most important thing someone can have is not uh, shotguns and stored up food and water, but revelation knowledge from heaven. Oh, Sid, when you have revelation, when you have the revelation from God, he tells you everything that you need to do and, and how to prepare and what not to do. And so when you receive that revelation, you already receive the, the kingdom provision. Okay. Um, tell me about uh, the revelation for healing that hits you when you're speaking inside that that. Uh, cylinder of light, that heavenly portal with revelation. Uh, tell me about the uh, phone call you got, a little boy who accidentally shot himself in the chest. Well, he actually actually was shot by someone else. It was not his, his, his uh, fault, but um, he was shot in the chest, and um, I received the phone call that they were on their way to the hospital with the young young boy, and I began to pray uh, in my expanded portal, and I actually began to see tissues and muscles and lungs and blood cells, red and white, come down through the open portal, and the next phone call that I received, he was uh, arrived at a larger hospital, and all was well, and he stayed three days, he had shot in the chest kid shot in the chest, stayed three days in the hospital, and was released. To God be all the glory. So you're saying you saw what was happening to him, these new body parts, uh, but did did he actually, actually get them? Yes. When, when, when he arrived at the larger hospital, when he was flown into the larger hospital, the, the doctors were amazed that there were no more damage than there was. And like I said, three days later, he was released. Now, someone would say, Rebecca, you're special. You must spend 10 hours a day in prayer and in intimacy with God. I've got a regular job. I've got a family. I've got all these things I have to do. I can't spend that that amount of time. Can I walk in an open portal like Rebecca? What would you say to them? I would say absolutely. Um, it's, It's amazing when you acknowledge God. Um, in all of his glory, it's amazing um, what occurs. You realize that it n- has nothing to do with you, but it's all about God. And it's the difference between dating and marrying. When you date someone, you only get to see them at certain times. But when you marry them, they're there all the time. And that's when you operate in the glory of God and you and you operate under an open heaven God's there all the time. So it's constant communication. It's like Paul said, it's prayer without ceasing. And so I don't spend eight to ten hours a day in prayer. I communicate with God intimately every hour of of my life. And as I operate under uh, an open portal, he's there all the time. He's manifesting his presence every 
minute of every day. Tell me one of, uh, there's so many instances in the Old Covenant of people that have had open heavens, open portals. Uh, tell me one of your favorite. One of my favorites is, is Enoch. He was and then he was not. I, I, it's just a short line, but that is so powerful, that line about Enoch. He had a very expanded portal. <laughs> uh, out of curiosity. Uh, do you have any revelation of uh, what it's like when you die? Absolutely. You just you just exit out of this realm into the eternal realm. Do you go through your own portal? You go through your own portal. You you yes you you. But your portal is not shut down at the time of your your expiration. So so is that why when they pray for people that have died and they come back to life, uh, they just slip right back into their earth suit from their heavenly portal <laughs> absolutely absolutely we i've never raised anyone from the dead but um i'm sure looking forward to the to the uh, experience well tell me one more person in the old covenant that it talks about a heavenly portal well you have moses you you have moses that experienced the glory of god and the uh the fact that he experienced the glory of god um, it was debatable between uh, the archangel Michael and the enemy what actually happened to Moses' body in the book of Jude. It speaks about the archangel Michael having a conversation with with the enemy and uh, that the the enemy was saying that the body of Moses, there was there was a conflict. But the fact of the matter is, Moses operated under an open heaven to the point that he actually came back through his portal the day of the Mount of Transfiguration. Mm. It's kind of mind-blowing. You don't hear teaching like that all the time. Um, tell me about the drug dealer uh, that, that came to you and got saved, but he got a lot more than even his salvation. What happened? Yeah, there was a drug dealer that uh, came to my house one afternoon, and he had a very—he uh, stuttered. He had a stuttering problem, and he told me that he wanted to be saved. And I said, well, great, and I led him in, uh, to a prayer of salvation. Now, that's pretty cool. That doesn't happen that often. People come to you and say, how can I be saved? <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of notorious in my community for carrying the glory of God. So, um, you know, the strange calleth forth the strange. <laughs> So he picked me up, and um, well, I led him to the Lord, and then afterwards I asked him how long he had stuttered, and he said, all of my life. And I said, um, what was your relationship like with your father? And he said, I never knew my father. And I led him through a short prayer of repentance concerning repenting of any unforgiveness or abandonment issues that he was under, and instantly we both said amen, and he has not stuttered since. What is God showing you? regarding the open portal for the generation we're living in right now. God has shown me the revelation that that we we are the temple of God. We we are the the temple that God desires to dwell in Revelation 15 and 8. It says that that he desires that the smoke of God's glory would fill the temple. See it I'm seeing that God is teaching us how to be that temple how to acknowledge him in all of his glory and how that glory can fill us 
to the place of overflow, that we actually operate as Peter did with his shadow falling upon the afflicted people and taking authority over our atmosphere in the earth realm. I want your portal expanded. I want you to walk in the same glory that Rebecca King walks in. I want to get to you her book and her three-CD set, Portals of Heaven, uh, where she prays prayers of impartation for you. And I want, I want you to be able to fulfill your destiny. I'm reminded of the prayer that Jesus prayed, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. This is how that prayer is answered, by expanding your portal. We're making this available for an investment of $35. And when I say investment, I mean investment. Uh, By the way, we have just contracted to have our television show in India. We went with a network that has 45 million homes. Can you imagine what's going to happen when these people from India get God's burden for the Jew in Israel, start operating as normal, normal as defined by the Bible, operating in the supernatural? I think some of these people from India are going to start evangelizing the world. So when I say investment in getting this life-changing tool that Rebecca King has— any profits we have, and if you want to make the investment more than 35, please do this. We have such opportunities. It goes in reaching souls. And the Bible says, he who reaches souls is wise. I want you to be wise. Rebecca, last word. Well, Sid, I just, I just thank God for the revelation that we have in this hour concerning his people and that that he is filling us with his presence. And when we're empowered with his presence, we can overcome anything and all things. And I just thank God that in this hour, he's bringing us into that revelation that that, that he is in us and we are in him. you got to tell me real quick about uh, you have an adopted son and about the angel. Yeah, my adopted son was jumping on the, the bed one morning and... He loves to jump on the bed. He knows better, but he loves to do that. And uh, all of a sudden, I heard a snap. His neck snapped. And I knew that that it was something that physically, um, I didn't know if he had broken his neck, but he was frozen. His eyes was frozen. He He could not speak. He could not breathe. And I began to thank God for his glory and the expansion of my portal. And within minutes, he, he began to speak and breathe, and he took a deep breath. And he told me, he said, Mom, what happened? And I said, Son, God healed you. And he said, well, those angels sure do fly fast, Mom. <laughs> now, you can see why I say this is Sid Roth, a Jewish man who's Meshuggah for Yeshua. Uh, who are you, Meshuggah, for? I'm Meshuggah for Yahshua. <laughs> you got it. Yivarech <laughs> Adonai, 
separates us. Day after day we go about our lives with tunnel vision, but scripture tells us how Messiah broke down the wall between Jew and Gentile, allowing for the creation of one new man, one new humanity. This spiritual completeness is set to usher in the greatest move toward God the world has ever known. Log on to SidRoth.org today and learn how one new man is the key to unlocking God's greatest blessings. To place a credit card order for today's offer, call anytime at 1-800-447-2697. That's 1-800-447-2697. Or log on to our website at www.sidroth.org. To hear this week's interview or watch archives of our television show, It's Supernatural, visit our website at www.sidroth.org. That's www.sidroth.org. Discover how you can begin watching for free our 24-hour, 7-day-a-week TV network, ISN, the It's Supernatural Network. You can write me at Sid Roth, Post Office Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. That's Sid Roth, Post Office Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278.